hello and welcome to this new series that i am attempting uh, with these two beautiful kids uh, they have been uh, gracious enough to uh, come up as the first volunteers for this uh, episode called anxiety the idea of this series is uh, talking to the youth uh, from a to z and coming up with terminology that may resonate with them at this point of time welcome shabrin and muskan to the show thank you for having us thank you hi uh, we had a lot of uh, going back and forth on the technology today itself and i was i was wondering whether i was anxious about getting this right i tried some new device before getting you all on this but there was also this sense of yeah we will i'll see this through uh, no need to get panicky about it so uh, one keeps hearing a lot of this word anxiety now my kid is 15 and uh, she keeps saying that we make a big drum out of everything once she was asking me uh, are we being too casual with the use use of the word anxiety so what are your thoughts uh, muskan do you want to go first okay i don't know maybe maybe we are not we are not we are, i think people are getting more um emotionally available and they are telling more about what's probably in them that's why maybe it's the whole hocus pocus where people are like oh why is anxiety being doing so much but maybe even if something is there for like 20 seconds 30 seconds or 2 minutes someone feels it and they say it is just as as normal as saying we are happy and we are anxious i don't really see a lot of difference in thinking that okay why is anxiety being so um you know so overthought you know given so much uh, spotlight given so much spotlight yeah or i, I don't know yeah why maybe maybe for you like you said for your daughter maybe the thing is that because you are a parent you are like okay you know she shouldn't feel this way maybe that's why we uh he thought is coming where in okay why is she thinking or what's happening with her but i think it's not really that big of a deal yeah. okay uh in fact she is the one who came and told me her friends were talking like this uh i have been trying to study uh, this for a while now because this was a new term to me when i first heard it around i think a year back or so called anxiety attacks and panic attacks and i heard it as recently as 3 days back from somebody who's your age group so now we are talking from school onwards till the time where people have started working and chaplain uh, do you think we are uh, overestimating the the definition of the word anxiety like i said that i do feel that people have generalized it in a way like the youth have generalized it in a way firstly because you know how you say like too many too much awareness is also like harm like you know how people have started talking in a way more casual form like you know oh like where it come to celebrity where it come to article media they talk so much about anxiety you know in a more casual way without even you know explaining it much more and i feel like you know when new like you know younger generation hear the word anxiety 
you know if something is wrong they will just you know connect the dots they have read it and they were like oh i'm anxious i'm i have anxiety you know like it's one test is not happening oh i'm in i have I'm anxiety anxious. i'm, I'm anxious. anxious about it yeah. so that's that but i think also like anxious is being used by these gen z people to get more attention it has, yeah it has yeah. become generalized in a way and it's not like people are trying to really go into the detail and you know explain what it actually means and it has just become very common thing to say oh she can't come because she has anxiety like you know like in a people are making it cool like why are you feeling that way like what's the root cause of feeling it? yeah it's not cool and you know now also the second thing is you know when the younger generation in us is saying it so often is also because of parents because you know they also feel it you know ki thoda oh like you know they also have gotten so much awareness about it now the more younger parents or whoever that they feel okay my kid should have no harm so like if any inconvenience it is then Oh, you have going through something yeah, more. You are anxious. Something's happening. It's like okay, we are feeling happy, but no one will ask you why you are happy. But if you are anxious, like people yeah. will still not ask you why you are anxious. Oh, you are anxious. Just give them some space and let them figure out, and then yeah, let them that come back. Become, that has become too yeah. common now. So is it is it that we are used to the luxury of? Uh, social media where we are portraying a certain imagery and we feel oh everybody because nobody puts up that i am anxious on social media comparatively i'm seeing there will be one or two posts but everybody is giving lectures to everybody else so i am okay but i can i generally don't talk about it on social media for example so do you think That's that is one of the media is it's like exposure of way too much and way too many things it's like you know how you say good and a bad and a both thing so you know it it is more important for us to tell the new younger generation to be more how to read it like you know explain them what is rather than holding them back you should teach or explain them what more you should be focused on or something because you can't stop whatever is there like people are going to talk about it people are not going to talk about it if people talk you get hate if you don't talk you get hate so it's like you know both ways so it's more important for them to understand and read ki like what's right what's wrong instead of you know trying to hide away from social media because you can't yeah another thing the point you guys were making you think parents are responsible for bringing up uh, kids in a far more safer and ultra safe environments where oh my kids shouldn't face this unhappiness or problem is that also one of the things that is contributing to it because we become over protective of our kids i think that's the job of a parent i mean no parent would want their kids to suffer or i don't think it's in today's generation yeah. in terms yeah. of social media no matlab you know like they, yeah obviously the parents uh, buy a book the the whole yeah. point is for them to be careful but yeah. what is trying to ask is do you think they are overdoing it I think I I think that parents are also like you know go live your life and do whatever you want to. I don't think that. I I disagree. I feel parents are overdoing it because you know now they want to know everything. You know initially it was not like so many apps, so many technology. People are tracking you. What's up? What's happening? Where are you? People want to know what part. Like you know it's like too much in terms of social life also. So parents are 
parents want to get involved everywhere and you are exposed to everything now at a very young age then you, you know even when we were now when i see like 5 year old i think oh my god the kid is so smart you know versus we were dumb yeah. like 11 year old know how to email and stuff at like and we would probably go and like just to tick 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 on a keyboard and mean like but i think what your point is it comes more from a concern like the parents are more concerned rather than they want to protect and some might overdo it some might not i think it's just how the kids also take it if the kids want to they want to seem cool or oh, my parents let me do anything i don't have to answer to them so they're going to read the way that they want to so it it's i think it's that difference i don't think it really comes from of overprotectiveness if the kids are thinking that my parent is being overprotective because they want to know my location then i think it's the kid who's thinking wrong because it's not wrong to just know about your kids location or and forget kids i think nowadays there are these ads that have like family location so everyone should know yeah everyone should know where everyone so if it just okay. comes to kids then yeah that's the i i remember uh, i had finished a vipassana course and my one of my teachers who was conducting the course was sitting and we had finished the course and we were all waiting this was out of town waiting for the train and so he said an interesting thing he says in india we have this strange habit of uh wahan pahunch ke phone karna yeah wherever the hell you are going you need to there and call me He is saying in a train if you are going, there are bloody thousands of people with you. You think the train is only concerned about your life, and hmm. the driver is going to dash into someone or not dash into someone because you are traveling. So there is just too much emphasis, and I am also coming from the protection part from that angle that we tend to worry a lot, or we are we are generally wanting to know the well-being at every given moment. Um, Yeah, that's just because you don't know where that other person is. Like, it, it, maybe that's that that might cause you anxiety. If you know, if you if you have told someone, okay, you know, baby or uh, family that you know you reach here and you don't call, you'll feel anxious because you must be expecting a call. But if it, if that doesn't come, your mind will go south. Okay, why haven't they called? Or if you're not able to reach them, but probably in reality it's nothing. Even such okay. things keep on happening. So. Uh... Okay, let's get a little serious on this. So there are people close to us, and something happened to them on the spot, and it is completely out of our control. And this has been happening far more than we would like to hear. But one keeps hearing such things very often now. Yeah. On the surface of it, what you said is right. We need to be concerned. We are family or friends or whatever. We are concerned about each other's well-being. Hmm. But this is a notion only, na. Finally, even if I am with you and I care a lot about you, I can't do anything at all if something serious happens. The best I can do is help you out, or if there's a medical emergency or something. So yeah. that is the most that can happen, and that will still happen wherever we are supposed to reach, whether it is our classes or place of work. Or so, do you think that there needs to be a mindset change somewhere where we need to chill a little more? because these things happen to us no and it is not guaranteeing any other outcome so even if i am I mean, with you i mean that's inevitable no matter you no matter you worry no or yeah. you chill that's inevitable so it's probably a person's take and i think 
aren't related to anything. It's just like more like you cannot stop life. It's like asking if we can stop a life. We can't. Like you know, whether it be a kid, whether it be a parent, whether it be a cousin or anybody or pet, it can happen to anybody and anywhere at any given point. So it's not something anyone can control. And you know, where it come to about your question about mindset. the mindset should be that that life is unpredictable you can't control it like you know whether you try to rule it command it or yeah you know how much ever you hold it it's not going to happen so that something has nothing to do with chill that has more to do with how you think like you know if you have if you have a upbringing only where everything was like you know even if you lock a door and it's like oh my god something happening yeah. then that is going to have a toll on you even when you grow If you are somebody who is carefree from the kid, like okay, okay, luck guy, okay, चलता है चल, you are going to be okay, so you are going to be that person. If you are some, so like you know that way, it has to do more with how your surrounding, upbringing, yeah. family, friends, exposure, everything, because that unsaid you can't do anything about. Yeah, and also I think at the end of the day, really, what gives you more relief? If worrying gives you more relief, okay, you know you are constantly worrying, and if the and with that other person, if that other person is okay with that worry, then it's fine. Then it's between the two or you or the three of you or the five of. But if your worry is just making them irritated, then somewhere yes, you got a change because there is nothing wrong with it. But it's again, you know, two way street. Yeah, because I was thinking from the point of view uh, that Muskan mentioned. If I keep worrying, okay, where are both of you? Are you were supposed to be yeah. here, or it also becomes a habit-forming thing. Uh, I have found that if we take one habit from one place and put it in another context, the habit stays there. So if I'm a worrier, I'm a worrier, and then I'm never leading to the happiness of the situation. Yeah, so, uh, because you're in constant motion. That until you don't get that, you're always going to be on a high. Once you get that, you're going to be like on a low. So that is obviously going to be there. Like people are getting crafty and creative now. There's these ads that you just share location, and that will give you a relief. Any time you open the app, you can see where the person is. So you don't need yeah. to constantly worry. Okay, did that person reach or didn't reach? So even if you're worrying and if if it's making the other person feel uncomfortable, you gotta get crafty and just figure somewhere out, or else just work upon yourself. <laughs> Those are the only two things. So uh, let stress, me take it. Not stress me. Yeah, your stress yeah. is your stress. My, my stress, stress is my stress. Yeah. In fact, this uh, reminds me of a time when uh, there were no mobile phones. Uh, something that. Uh, You guys have a, had a little experience, but we kind of grew up. Then, uh, like four or five homes, one telephone used to be there. So you had to actually leave a message and say, "I am meeting you at three at so and so place." Then it became a point in time, uh, which yeah. couldn't be debated or negotiated. Yeah. So if you were not coming there at three, come hell or high water, I I was stranded in that case because there is nothing that I could do about it. and uh, right now sometimes it seems very uh, eerie to me i am also the same like i am also used to now you said that you are going to be there at 3 why didn't you message me or why didn't you call me i would have gone to my next appointment or whatever my schedule could have been changed accordingly um another part that comes to me is do you find your friends these days uh, talk about anxiety 
in the real sense of the term do you think there is a difference in actual anxiety and this terminology that shabrin used that that we use it very casually but do you think there are people who really need help with this subject and has it become a little more common than it was earlier even compared to your growing up in the last say 7 or 10 years I think the anxious thing we have also been talking about for the past two three years only. Otherwise, earlier we never used to. But maybe also because earlier we were in like college, we were in a carefree zone. There was not you know life happening to us. So it probably it was just like you know it's just college. It's just your assignment. You have to hook or crook. You have to do it and move on. Like there was no figuring yeah. out. Now since there's a lot of figuring out, that's why the term has been more used. Yeah. My um, my daughter is in school, last year of school, and she has friends in her school who have this problem. And categorically mentioning this every now and then, and they've had counselors come and talk to them, and all kinds of nonsense happening. And I put her in the most middle. Get attention. Like one day, fraction of the the tone and the exposure, the help, the cause. It's not only help. But yeah. the cause, everything is spoken so much about that. Even one percent of inconvenience is happening. You, yeah. as a human being, you start connecting the dot. Okay, which bimari I have? Like okay, today this is not happening. So which yeah. problem I have? Like you know, yeah. like it's okay. You you have no problem. It's just one of the bad days. But nobody is saying that to anybody. Like you know, you have bad day. Oh, you have this. Then people will instantly go and try to see. Oh, you know, on Monday also you were this. Sunday also, so you know, you have yeah. a circle, you have a pattern. pattern yeah, <laughs> people have and that. And you have this problem. But also, I feel like the kids nowadays they just think about today, tomorrow, the weekend. That's it. They will yeah. not think of the larger perspective of life. You know, I have a year. I have a. I have ten years. I have seven years. They just think about today, tomorrow, weekend. I think they they don't have a thought process more than a weekend. even as we said you mentioned like you know you have a counsel like the counselor. your daughter have a counselor we didn't have any counselor education counselor was so stupid like she was not <laughs> educating anything and it, it was only for people who got like c's and d's yeah there was not for people who got d's and a's even though you are only for c and d the only education counselor told me you have this percentage you can go to this college That's it. But why am I going to the college? What's the point? What am I? Nobody asked me. Oh, you want to be a this? You want to be that? No, no. Percentage meaning science, commerce, art, whichever you like. <laughs> Now it's like oh, you have a education counselor, you have a therapist, you have a teacher, you have a literature teacher who will teach you this. You have math teacher who will teach you this, this, this. Art teacher will teach you this, art, that, art. You know the. But I also feel there is a good silver lining to it that you know these kids, in whatever way, even if we try to probably take it, it, it you know in a negative way, but like they are so sort of open with their feelings, even if yeah, it's like more people to talk. Yeah, about. yeah, even if you're like having one of those bad days, you will at least come out and say, you know what, I'm feeling anxious. This, this has happened. That's it. Otherwise, while probably we were growing up, we were like you know just tell the happy days, cry out the bad days, and move on. You have to figure out that one person your secret keeper. Yeah. 
ंग <laughs> ंगलोज टू दॉपिक ऑफ सॉर्ट दिस इज वॉट इज 
your problem is it's not the word anxiety or what it uh, is seen as do you think talking about it in a experiential manner would help i don't think that today's kids really want to listen to anyone's advice they like <laughs> even elder generation advice they don't want to listen they just want to listen to their circle or someone they are influenced by like they don't take those elderly advices do they oh, right. like,
I I don't have a lot of uh, connects with them. I hardly have probably met at the four, five, seven of these people ever in my whole life because I don't have younger siblings. I just have like four, five who I meet occasionally. Other than that, I have no clue except what I see on social media. But what I see is also they uh they have a face that they will show, and then they have a like a whole separate life. Which is there, which until you know you break constantly, you will not know what's happening behind, and it's filled with uh something that probably we think at this adult age we are doing, but it is for them that younger generations are getting there, especially when it comes to boys and everything. Like we had not been exposed to the level that these guys have been, and that's ever evolving. But because of that, and because of the transition, okay, the parents don't want their kids to, you know, still be so exposed. That barrier is a is a lot. I think that is one of the major things these kids have about boys and parties and all these things. It's like that is the one of the biggest because parents don't want ki ठीक है तुम girls के साथ या तुम boys के साथ you know you go you date you make boyfriend and girlfriends. But today's generation wants to do that. And parents won't know, but I've seen this. I'll tell you. I'll tell you stories also. And these kids want to get involved, but these parents don't want to get involved. And then that barrier just keeps on, you know, making them widening, widening. No, I know. I know. But I'm coming to. She thinks the question is different. I know. But I'm gonna come to that. Why I'm telling is also is because no, again, one of the topics causing anxiety, na. No? Yeah, so it is one of the biggest I see in today's world. It is not chota. It is the it is the biggest. Like I think these kids, even if it is something about work or something, they will put it on something. Else. No, but I'm, okay. no, but it's about anxiety and why is causing these kids. <laughs> okay, Shavin, you seem to have a different point of view on this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This one. What did he ask? What? Connect. you know i okay if i give you advice you know will you take it ha so mai wahi to bol raha tha barrier is is what these kids are not taking the advice because the parents want to give the kids advice but the kids are making it a barrier because the parents don't want to understand maybe it's both ways i to okay, i still stand at the same ground it has it is a very uh, for me it's not a generation kid my age her age your age or any age question yeah. the question remains whether if somewhere older than me giving me an advice and do i want to resonate with it it will only come to a point where one i will click on that advice when i'm going through if i know ki like okay like you know like when you search about it when you know ki something in the back of my head is there Okay, I may be going through this feeling, and I know this person has gone through it. So now, if you blabber, let me connect and understand his experience. Correct. This is what I mean. Yeah. Prior to that, I don't care what you talk. Maybe subconsciously, if I feel okay, you are going. You know what you are making. What you are saying is something I might be like minus one percent going through. I will connect with you. Otherwise. I will not connect. Are we talking about different generations or people of same generation? Uh, Muskan, your answer has always been that I was talking to you as a young person, and you are talking about other young people. So yeah. now it is all across three generations in that sense. 
but let me it is see then i like what she's done is she's democratized the whole thing saying it is human beings and human problems uh, what shabrin is trying to say but, it could be with um, i have elder relatives that i have to play the same game with i have to calm them down there have been times i have seen big events big life changing events not being accepted by uh, people elder to me and i am just sitting and listening to their point of view with a lot of respect for their point of view even though i do not agree with even 1% with what they are saying because they have a right to their point of view i may not agree with it and they know that i do not agree with it but just because i am listening very carefully and i am trying to give them that feeling look i understand where you are coming from but i still do not agree i find that truth has a lot of power because the other person knows okay he is very clear that he is not going to agree with me but he is being respectful of the fact that i am allowed to speak and speak my mind at that point so that kind of answers muskan your question also it need not be across generations or same age or different ages because age does not play a part it is point of view that plays a part so but also in this matter i feel that if if a person asks for some sort of advice then it's fine otherwise you know it should just be like okay if you are talking about something and if something is inspiring me from it i will pick it up or else like i think the conversation should just sort of be there okay okay let me give you an example maybe that makes it easier so the three of us are talking right now we three seem to have three different points of view Yeah. sometimes i'm agreeing with you sometimes i'm agreeing with her sometimes both of you are agreeing with each other and disagreeing with each other or all three of us are disagreeing on that at no point are we feeling any conflict is there because we are genuinely trying to understand a topic here and just because it's on camera it's just one more facet of okay we are all being recorded but otherwise there is no specific intention to make a mark with some clever comment that honesty is what is making the three of us talk the way we are because otherwise i was thinking that the three of us are laughing on a topic like anxiety at some points are we trying to show that we do not understand it but that's not the point because the topic and how it resonates with us we are not moving away from it correct so that is also one for me this is a very new kind of episode uh, where i am also learning okay one can talk talk very seriously but can laugh at the same time it's yeah, not making most to you are supposed to laugh at life i mean that's what keeps you moving also you can't always I be i completely agree. agree but i'm saying for somebody who will watch this episode and may uh, look for some inputs on anxiety because they or their friends or somebody else has which is what the objective is that they think okay there are other people who understand it's not even that we have answers in fact the entire podcast we never have any answers it's just that okay i have gone through this i am putting this out there and if somebody feels it resonates it's just the human condition of me knowing that you gone through this and you knowing i have gone through this and we kind of connect we don't need to tell each other as well because anyway the video becomes a third medium and there is no human connect besides the fact that we are human beings speaking yeah i mean we don't so, have any ulterior motive to anything as of Yeah, which is a beautiful thing no because that is how you come up with any answers because if we start having other agendas then we will not contribute authentically to the chat yeah so one 
other thing that comes to mind is uh do you think uh, besides the uh, your uh, thing is do you think that besides the uh, boys topic or girls topic whatever the other sex uh there is also the need to be successful at everything that you pick up be it studies be it these classes and swimming and sports and everything that we pick up uh, from the maybe this is handed down from our generation saying that you need to be good at it i have seen this in school long a long time back in primary section when my kid was very small people were talking about fancy dress competition and sitting like sharuk khan and do this do this a kid was freezing on stage like that was hardly what second or third standard and i was like hey, you are like what about such a dumb thing matlab it is such a torture that kid is looking so pretty just let her come and say whatever she wants to and get off but this this keeps happening coming from parents and uh, other elders and relatives we are indians we like to poke our nose in everybody's business <laughs> as much as we can um, you guys are marwadis you would know a little more than i do about this as well uh, <laughs> So, I will let Mustan answer. No, I'm going because I I yeah. So disagree. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. both have different perspectives of this, but I think there's a pro and con to it. Everything has it. The pro being that if only if people push you, you will go out of your comfort zone and get better. Maybe something might inspire you. Maybe if ten people are telling you, you will get inspired to do it better. so that's what you know keeps on pushing you to be better at it if someone saying okay you did 10 things be good at 10 of it and you try your best you might probably become and only if you want to i mean i think it's yeah bad and the con to it is i feel that uh, only if the person wants to take it at take it in a way that you know 10 people are telling me so i i should feel bad about it or this and that or you know why are 10 people telling me why are 20 people telling me to do something so then that's like that person is just taking outside stuff way too much for no reason chabran you've been smiling for a while what do you have to say thank you dan i don't know what she is also going to reply yeah yeah but i need to know what she wants to say what do you think by nature i am a very like competitive like you know all that so like firstly the question why so the first thing is i think the whole point when you are competitive or you know you want like i want to be best i want to do this la 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 it comes from the fact purely because society treats you different for me it's always that like you know in a society what we live today you are being put on a throne if you are doing 1000 things and automatically when you are not doing 1000 things they will put you off the throne you know so even when you are like you know if you are a kid or whoever like you know when it's a group of five kid oh that kid is doing this that kid is doing this. it's purely a society lookout it's not like that kid has been pushed to do 1000 things it has been happen because we live in a materialistic and you know everybody want power you know where people want to have that power ki oh i'm good at i'm this at that at and then it's completely different thing 
that you want to be at top by by with your craft you know like i want to be at a top with my craft is a very different thing and i just want to be at a top because people are treating me differently it's a very different thing so the whole point of view of this pushing do this do this be here happens because of society it it can be definitely changed but we are a highly populated country so it's impossible but i feel if it changed to like zero and no one's telling you you know you should probably do better or this then you will probably become so lazy that you will not push yourself to do anything so there has to be a balance but not exactly zero and i knew exactly she's going to answer Some people like it more tidy, like more materialistic world. Okay. Um, if we, if you were both to move out of this, knowing what the other would think, and uh, speak, uh, speak on behalf of so many other friends that you might have had, some other experiences that you've seen, do you think it is a? Uh, it's a i love the demarcation that you did that your self motivation where you are saying that i want to go there on your own because it's your decision you will take a lot of crap for it you will uh, like i remember uh, one of the funnier episodes uh, there was this kid who had come with his father for advice this many years back that i was very successful in advertising and they wanted my advice on what he should do i asked him what do you want to do 16 hours a day without getting paid He said, "Music." He said, "Why have you come to me? You already have the answer." His dad said, "We will not meet Bunty ever again on <laughs> career advice." <laughs> and he made him join NIT or something like that, and he did a course. Today he is making good money, and uh, he is, but he is unhappy. Whenever I see him, I find that here was somebody sixteen hours a day. You know what you want. उसके बाद तो कोई क्या ही बताएगा ना? matter you are already happy and without money the question was very clear you are not making any money but uh, i find that this is also one of the bigger concerns while uh, muskan did mention guys and girls wala example one of the other things that i sometimes worry about is that a lot of uh, youngsters are no longer worried about having any kind of human relationship and are completely crazy about reaching somewhere uh, do you think that could also be leading to situations which would make people anxious a bit yeah yeah it's one of the biggest issues because people are not they don't want to have connections they don't want to have relationships they want don't want compassion like those old school stuff where you would actually sit and talk is probably we are different you know so Like this Gen Z that is, I would like to defer to us. But yeah, that does make a difference, definitely. Yeah. So, uh, so if you had, if you had, uh, let's put this to Muskan because she seems the most uncomfortable with this. So you have a fifteen, seventeen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because discomfort is where the answers would come from. So if you have a fifteen, seventeen-year-old. Uh, cousin or whosoever and who comes to you for advice and has issues vis-a-vis anything, but is very anxious all the time, a little stressed out about any aspect. You choose the aspect that much I'll give you, whether it is relationships, whether it is career advice, or what studies or accomplishment in studies or nobody understands me is one thing that I keep hearing. I don't know what we are supposed to understand, <laughs> but uh, this is a common thing that. 
ஒரேவர் with any kind of problem which is making them very very anxious Four how would you ask them okay how many hours have you slept these kids they don't want to sleep only they will be up till like 12 12 and then they wake up at like 7 8 always constantly on their phone and so first i'm going to ask how many hours have you slept okay if they have not slept first i'm going to say go sleep <laughs> you sleep it off you come to me tomorrow <laughs> if you if you still feel anxious okay. வெளிய think you know this happened what will happen to me today or tomorrow it's okay it's a big life you'll change things will happen you move on it's like that this is wonderful that is good advice actually but uh, a little boring from a teenager's point of view i would think <laughs> i must so take them out on a drive or somewhere to get them like less anxious these are the major things i feel they don't yeah, yeah. they'll eat I these all stuff junks like you know like anything and then their body is so like tight and everything then they don't get better like i think i was that teenage person now i'm coming into that zen mode where i'm like eating well and everything and i feel if i'm sleeping for good 8 9 hours like a good sleep i feel better the next day and i think it's the same case with these younger generations because i've seen them like i have these five six cousins who are younger to me they'll be up till like 1 2 and then they wake up at like 7 o'clock 8 o'clock and i don't know how are they how, how do they do that like kids at that age especially till the growing age they're supposed to sleep more so that your brain develops your body develops they don't let it happen because they're constantly on the phone or they are doing something or the other or they're trying to think of some third thing which you are not supposed to do at that age you are supposed to rest well you are supposed to let your body grow they don't let that only happen i don't know why do they do that okay shabrin you have a younger point of view than that with me i would be so definitely yeah i would want to speak up 
I would definitely want them to eat, eat and then come to me also. But then the question I may ask them ki how many days have you thought about it? Because if it's like those instant advice, you were thinking one hour prior and then you just come for an advice. That's why I said, you sleep it off. Once you sleep it off and if you so sleep, then, you can't come to me. I feel because I do have a younger brother who I tried advising a lot about what to do with Karvil. Sorry, I just, I'm just trying to like understand who these people are. Like, you know, who tried to ask me for an advice, you know, he came to me and he asked, what should I do for my career? And he's like, you know, you are good at your career, so give me advice. And then I looked at him and I just said, just because I am good at something doesn't mean you will be good at too. Because, you know, I have also done my falling. So firstly, I told him that it's okay to fall. Firstly, you know, the fact that I felt personally when I was younger, like, you know, when you tell somebody it's okay to fall, you have somebody to take care, it makes it easy. So I'm giving yeah. you a Please fall. Please break your leg. Please break your head. We are here taking care. So as an older person, that's something I would have liked to hear it. Then the second thing I told him, like, okay, what what your search look like? Tell me about it. What you want to do? You know, he said he wants to do MBA just because one of the brothers was doing MBA. Then he said, you know what, I can, you know, I want to fly a plane just because he was seeing a series. Then one day he came to me and he said, I'm going to do social media course because social media is moving. I said, okay. When he came to me and he said, you know what, let me be a designer only because I'm good at drawing. I said, okay, do go search about it, study about it. And then when you let them study it, it makes it easier ki how tough it is. You know, so that rather than me giving the point, oh, I did three-year course plus three-year of work, you do your study and come back to me. And then eventually he came back and he said, you know what, I like sales. Because I keep on selling this thing, that thing. I said, yeah, you are selling me four courses for yourself. So, you know, so I said, okay, you feel, you study about it, it makes you happy. Because I do come from a belief, if your if your profession doesn't make you happy, you will not last with it. Money will come if you really love something. So, yeah, so like, you know, I am I'm, I'm more, uh, I will make you do your study before I open my mouth and advise you. Because I feel I don't need to advise you, you will get the answer within it just the whole research work has to happen within yourself you were just inspiring to him to just find what he probably wanted you were yeah. not really like yeah, yeah you're just inspiring okay uh one last question yeah sorry what was that i said you will, said you will feel like two different people talking yeah. something else only like no, I, uh, in fact, I am liking this energy quite a lot. And this is, maybe that is what was missing from the podcast in the sense of uh, a lively introspection of things that are mattering to all of us. Uh, so the question that was running in my head right now, you know, a final question of sorts. Uh, there was a lot of practical things that Shabrin brought in, even in the last answer. And in fact, all the answers almost uh, how do you see pessimism? How do you see pessimism? Uh, negatives. 
do you think bringing up negatives when people are anxious is a good thing or a bad thing and how would you if you want i can give you a context but uh, otherwise you are free to come up with your answer do you need a context so you come to me crying uh, i am anxious about this so let's take the same example oh i like this career today and i like this career tomorrow and day after i like something else and then i come i am no good at anything and because i can't make a solid decision on anything and i will not sit down and say no 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 it's all right and it happens i might but beyond the point i will not i will actually say yes you are foolish so make changes in the in the part that is foolish and try to come up with a wise answer and for the wise answer you need to go through this uh, difficult night so i would very very easily use negatives and uh, even put you down if it is required if i think it is for your benefit i will not molly coddle and say oh, no 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 hota hai bachcha hota hai because it doesn't help life is not like that very often at our work spaces in our friendly spaces relationships there are so many other complications that come up so if you were to ever advise somebody would you use negatives we advise each other every day okay so uh, what is it that works for you vis-a-vis each other that works i have to answer okay so first would be i personally don't the way you said you know negative works yeah they do but that has to happen when you know the way she said we advise each other right so we have a relationship which has gone through a lot of ups and downs and years so for me to snap at her and be honest she's not going to read it wrong she will understand that it is coming from a very different place for <coughs> you know so it's okay for me to be little bit more honest raw and you know like brutal brutal correct but that has to happen with people you have a relationship and bond with and trust with now contrary to that i also believe i don't want to say negative to anybody like i want to i want people to be as open as possible to not talk negative or say anything negative because that can't take a conversation anywhere like you know that will really me putting you down is not make me giving you advice you know how people say you need to use your word wisely they say it because it has to come from a point you have to tell your point but in such a way that you it does not hurt somebody because at your lowest what is going through you what what you are thinking what's happening i can't read that so i would rather prefer giving you the negative but in a more wrapped way like a negative sentence negative followed by a positive to make it diplomatic correct that would probably be the correct way to put forth correct yeah. so no. that's how i would tackle it but yeah if somebody who is like as close to me as her then what's wrong what negative what positive then she's going to get it because i know she can understand and also i know the mindset i know the story i know everything you know like it's not like one piece has come to me one day and she wants advice and i decided to give her negative and my negative could be your positive and your pos- and your positive could be my negative so I don't know what really is in negative. I I never understood the whole concept of. I would never want to speak bad of someone or to someone. Yeah. So 
then what does my negative or positive really mean is what the other person is taking it for me it, yeah means that in my head it's always been that if my intent is say for example my intent to speak to both of you is to really understand where this generation is coming from what is it that as a generation also what can be done or as as just a topic to explore and figure out if this can help even one person it's always uh, good to know but uh, otherwise at no point it is that we are sitting as experts to tell others because it's a serious issue maybe there are other people with some clinical problems regarding these kind of subjects we can't do much about that Yeah. Uh, hopefully, this has been a good chat. I have no clue because I have had so much fun <laughs> listening to you all, and the vibe has been excellent. And I hope we have quite a few more talks on different subjects at different points of time. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, it's been lovely speaking to both of you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you for Thank having you. us. Thank you also for Rajeshree. <laughs> she has. We we have another friend, and if we call her, she has a whole different perspective. Yeah. So that's like so that will be more fun for you to yeah. watch. Yeah, she's yeah, more sure. like snappy and timid, so she's gonna say everything like this in like one sentence. She no is that. She she won't mind me saying. Yeah, we. Uh, I intend to do this with many more different age group youngsters as well, and uh, I'm just hoping that these guys are as much fun as this has been. Mm-hmm. But let's see what happens, and uh, we shall also talk to your friend. Uh, we can have more than two people on the chat. Uh, if she is willing to come, the more the merrier. We can do a yeah. longer day. Uh, next time we have to think of something with B, and we are continuing the letter. So anxiety hopefully will be useful to somebody. Thank you so much. I see Thank you. you. Bye. Bye.